This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. And you're listening to Thursday Finance, Barry Preston. And we're lucky today to have Diane Jones. And Diane Jones is a financial information services officer with Centrelink. And with over 21 years experience, she has all the knowledge on Centrelink and all that sort of stuff. How are you, Diane? I'm very well, enjoying the music, Barry. That brought back memories for me. That I was only a child. And Anyway, that's another story. <coughs> we won't go down that line. Centrelink, are you known as Centrelink anymore? Yes, we are, but there were, have been some changes from the 1st of July that Centrelink, as well as Medicare, Child Support, uh, Commonwealth Rehab Service and Australian Hearing have now been integrated into um, the Department of Human Services. So we're still, part, we're still known as Centrelink, but we're part of the Department of Human Services. And you're all in the one building, is this correct? Uh, no, no, Not we're yet. still separately, but I mean, the aim of um, integrating our services are to Im- improve and streamline access to government services. Oh, fantastic. Okay, look, very quickly, and I want to get to this work bonus scheme. The One of the things that I found, fact sheets on the Centrelink website, they are great. They can help you with a lot of things. Yeah, the the website, which is Centrelink, one word, dot gov dot a. Um, is an excellent up-to-date source of information about Centrelink payments and services. There's lots of publications, forms, brochures and the fact sheets and um, all the information we'll be talking about today is certainly on the website and, yes, you can definitely download that if you wish. Fantastic. Now, look, um, let's assume I'm getting a Centrelink pension. Can I remain in the workforce? Um, I guess uh, the first thing is for the age pension, um, a lot of people think you need to be retired and that's not the case, but the age pension, um, the amount that we pay people does depend on their um, employment income plus other assets and income that they have that can reduce their rate of payment. And what's it called, this thing now, is it? Well, from the um, first of, we've had a a work bonus since um, 2009, but they've been in some improvements um, to it from the 1st of July mm. and basically the work bonus is about a concession on the income test treatment of employment income for people who are, are over age pension age. And how does that work briefly? Well the uh, the first thing is the first $250 a fortnight of employment income uh, people earn um, is disregarded and not counted as income under the, the income test. Right. And any unused amount, so people earning uh, between zero and 250 in a single fortnight, is now added to their work bonus balance. And right. they can accumulate up to 6500 in that work bonus balance. But this only starts from the 1st of July, so people won't have that amount in their balance at the moment. Assuming I'm a very good worker and they pay me $6,400 the first week, but I don't earn another red cent until the following year, what would my bonus be? How would um, my... In, the, in 12 months' time, you'll hmm. have um, $6,500. That, what that means, you could earn that in one go or spread out over the year and um, the age pension won't reduce because of that that employment income. So it's particularly beneficial for people, um, you know, some people only work a couple of times a year, perhaps as exam supervisor or... Santa Claus? Santa Claus is one of those and, um, you know, some st- people may be working for the census and um, okay. um, so maybe one-off sorts of things like that are very good. I'm an age pensioner and I do some part-time work. What do I do to get this work bonus? All right. 
You don't need to do anything to apply for the work bonus, but you do need to let Centrelink um, up to date with what your earnings um, from employment are. So um, if you have regular employment income, then you need to be letting Centrelink know each fortnight when that varies. For people, if it's a one-off, um, they just phone Centrelink when they've um, worked um, to let us know how much they've earned and mm-hmm. we'll keep track of the bonus and um, the amount it may affect the pension. You mentioned income. Now, there's all sorts of income. What is it? Well, um, apart from employment income, Centrelink also, uh, oh, sorry, with the, with the work bonus, wages, it applies yeah. to um, people who have uh, wages or director's fees or on leave from an employer, but it doesn't, um, um, it doesn't apply to people who are self-employed um, with uh, sole traders or people in partnership. With those, um, they can claim their expenses from earning that income. Now, my partner's not on the pension and is still working. Will their earnings also get the work bonus when calculating my pension? If your partner is over age, pension age, the work bonus will apply to them. But if they're a bit younger, um, the full amount of their earnings, as is uh, always been the case, will be uh, assessed as income. Uh, Okay, now my partner and I are both on age pension and my partner has a part-time job. Will our earnings be discounted in the calculation of both pensions or just my partners? Um, it will apply to both um, uh, pensions. So um, your partner working um, will apply the work bonus and only the income will affect you on the age pension. This is Finance and Barry Preston. We're talking with Centrelink's Diane. We certainly are. Diane's got all the good gear on Centrelink. Now, you mentioned that, uh, my, I'd like to mention this one again, my partner and I are both on the age pension and my partner has a part-time job and I mentioned that will our earnings be discounted in the calculation of both pensions or just my partners? Now, we're both getting a pension, say. Yep. How does that work again? Um, the um, Your partner, we'll apply the work bonus to yeah. your partner's earnings, so yeah. we're not going to count the first $250 a fortnight. Yeah. Your incomes are combined and halved in the normal way, so right. both people will get the benefit of that reduction in what we're counting as their income. And this income test, is it effective? You said it's effective from the 1st of July, and what does it apply to? What sort of payments does it apply to? Um, it, uh, it applies, um, uh, firstly, it's only um, people who are over um, age, pension age, so 65 for a male mm-hmm. and uh, 64 and a half for a female. Ooh, the women are starting to gain on us. It is, it is. Um, but, you know, whether you're on an age pension or some people remain on a disability pension or a carer pension, um, once they're age pension age, um, then it applies um, as long as you, you, the person working is over age pension age. Okay. Now, if I saw my home... What effect will that have on my Centrelink situation? Very common question that we get here at Centrelink because I guess as people get older, they find to uh, change um, where they're living. So the first thing is that there's if you're planning to buy or build another home, then Centrelink exempts the money as an asset um, for uh, 12 months or in extreme cases where um, you may have uh, had problems up to two years. But that doesn't mean that it won't uh, reduce the pension because if you've got the money um, in uh, savings or investments, then we're still going to be deeming or counting some interest on that money until you've used it on buying or building another home. And how does that deeming work? So 
Deeming just means that it doesn't matter what interest rate you're making on the money. Centrelink has a set interest rate that we deem or presume you're earning. Now, at the moment, um, uh, that's 3% on the first 44600 for the single people. The for, for couples, the first 74400 you you've deemed or presumed to earn 3% interest. Now, once you've got more than that invested, then the deeming rate is 4.5%. So, um, you know, it's possible to get higher interest rates than that, but um, Centrelink only counts the, the deeming rate. Oh, so if I'm clever enough to get 7 or 6% on that full stop, mm. you guys will only count the 3% and the 4%, so that doesn't come in anywhere else? That's, that's correct. Mm, so it's worthwhile looking at that. Well, you know, making the best interest rate on your money um, is going to be to your advantage because you're not going to lose any Centrelink payments as a result of that. Now, a lot of people under, don't understand that the money that Centrelink is using is not government money, it is taxpayer money. Now, what can I do if I know someone is misusing Centrelink services? I know fraud eventually affects all of us, and we've got to try and stamp as much out as we can. Yeah, people who deliberately give Centrelink false information um, certainly risk prosecution and a criminal record. And so, yes, there is a fraud uh, tip-off phone line specifically for people who think someone is doing the wrong thing and want to report them, um, you can uh, do that anonymously or, or provide your details. Um, so the phone line uh, for, for people uh, to report something is 131524. Mm -hmm. 131524. One, mm -hmm. And I think, look, we're not becoming a nation of dob but it's really affecting everybody, this fraud. We've got to try and stamp it out as much as possible. Yeah. Last but not least, one should try to get the information off the web before phoning because, you know, there's a lot of people phoning and obviously there's only a set number of people that can handle the call. So the website is a good place to go. It is, and it's centrelink.gov.au. There's lots of um, information, claim forms you can download, um, lots of great information about the work bonus and mm. about the assets and income limits that, that increase slightly on the 1st of July. So we find that um, there are many self-funded retirees out there um, that their investments may have reduced. They may now be entitled to some uh, Centrelink payment or a concession card. Lots of good information there. And you can download them into your computer or save your um, website as a favourite so you can dive into it again next time. Yeah, it's basically being updated on a daily basis with any changes that are occurring. Diane, on behalf of everybody at 2NURFM 103.7, all our listeners, thank you very much indeed for keeping us up to date with Centrelink. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and your listeners.